Today is the 23rd of September, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, if you'd like support Walking the Way or if you'd like to know more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. All the links to everything, including our social media, are, as I said earlier, in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Father God in heaven, we thank you that you have given us the Lord Jesus on high and that we are allowed to be with him and that we can find joy even while still surrounded by all that must fade and perish. For in Jesus you hold us by the hand through anxiety, need and death. Help us that we may understand that he is with us as we continue our pilgrimage. Give us your spirit. For we are poor in spirit, and we are poor in soul. Give us your Holy Spirit from on high. Just in our weaknesses, may we come to know what strength and victory you bring through the Lord Jesus, our Saviour. Because the Lord Jesus is our Saviour for body, soul, and spirit forever and ever. Amen. Matthew 27, verse 57. When it was evening, a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph came, who himself was also a disciple of Jesus. I have several, a number of biblical heroes. Some of them are a little obscure. Joseph of Arimathea is one of my personal biggest biblical heroes. And I'll tell you why. It's because he was a member of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish reading, Jewish ruling classes, rather. And like Nicodemus, he was also a disciple of Jesus. What makes him my hero was his bravery. Firstly, he didn't go along with the Sanhedrin's decision to get Jesus crucified. And secondly, he put everything on the line by asking Pilate for Jesus' body after Jesus had been crucified. And I'm struck again and again by the bravery of Joseph. How easy could it have been for him to have left Jesus on the cross? But not only did he put his reputation at risk, his wealth, his career, everything at risk, he also made himself unclean as he dealt with the dead body of a criminal at the start of the Passover, the most important religious festival a Jewish person could go through. That's a big deal. And it shows me that for Joseph, his love for Jesus was more important than either his reputation or his religiosity, his religious actions. Let me say that again. His love for Jesus was more important than either his reputation or his religious actions. If only we could all be as brave as Joseph, how might the world be a completely different place? We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read Matthew 27. 
Lord, it's from your word, through to the written word, through to the spoken word, that we understand you. So help us to hear you, Lord, with wisdom, and respond to you with grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and today I'm reading Matthew 27. When daybreak came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people plotted against Jesus to put him to death. After tying him up, they led him away and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he'd been condemned, was full of remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned by betraying innocent blood, he said. What's that to us? they said. See to it yourself. So he threw the silver into the sanctuary and departed. Then he went and hanged himself. The chief priests took the silver and said, It's not lawful to put it into the temple treasury since it's blood money. So they conferred together and bought the potter's field with it as a burial place for foreigners. Therefore that field has been called blood field to this day. Then what was spoken through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. They took thirty pieces of silver, the price of him whose price was set by the Israelites, and they gave them for a potter's field as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before the governor. Are you the king of the Jews? The governor asked him. Jesus answered, You have said it. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he didn't answer. Then Pilate said to him, Don't you hear how much they are testifying against you? But he didn't answer him on even one charge, so the governor was greatly amazed. At the festival, the governor's customer was to release to the crowd a prisoner they wanted. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, Who is it you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Messiah? For he knew they handed him over because of envy. While he was sitting on the judge's bench, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for today I have suffered terribly in a dream because of him. The chief priests and the elders, however, persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to execute Jesus. The governor asked them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? Barabbas, they answered. Pilate asked them, What should I do then with Jesus, who is called Messiah? They all answered, Crucify him! Then he said, Why? What has he done wrong? But they kept shouting, Crucify him all the more. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that a riot was starting instead, he took some water, washed his hands in front of the crowd and said, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. All the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, and after having Jesus flogged, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into headquarters and gathered the whole company around him. They stripped him and dressed him in a scarlet military robe. They twisted together a crown of thorns, put it on his head and placed a reed in his right hand. They knelt before him and mocked him, Hail, King of the Jews! Then they spit on him took the reed and kept hitting him on the head. When they'd mocked him, they stripped him of the robe, put his clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. While they were going out, they found a Cyrenian man named Simon. 
they forced this man to carry his cross. When they came to a place called Golgotha, which means skull place, they gave him wine mixed with gall to drink, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it. After crucifying him, they divided his clothes by casting lots. Then they sat down and were guarding him there. Above his head, they put up the charge against him in writing, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two criminals were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. Those who passed by were yelling insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, The one who would demolish the sanctuary and rebuild it in three days? Save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him and said, He saved others, but he cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and we will believe in him. He has put his trust in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am God's son. In the same way, even the criminals who were crucified with him kept taunting him. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over the whole land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani, which is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He is calling for Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with sour wine, fixed it on a reed and offered him a drink. But the rest said, Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. Jesus shouted with a loud voice and gave up his spirit. Suddenly the curtain of the sanctuary was split in two from top to bottom. The earth quaked and the rocks were split. The temples were also opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And they came out of the tombs after his resurrection, entered the holy city, and appeared to many. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they were terrified and said, This man really was God's son. Many women who had followed Jesus from Galilee and ministered to him were there, looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. When it was evening, a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph came, who himself had become a disciple of Jesus. He approached Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Then Pilate ordered that it be released. So Joseph took the body, wrapped it in clean, fine linen, and placed it in his new tomb, which he'd cut into the rock. He left after rolling a great stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were seated there facing the tomb. The next day, which followed the preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that while this deceiver was still alive, he said, After three days I will rise again. Therefore give orders that the tomb be made secure until the third day. Otherwise his disciples may come steal him and tell the people he has been raised from the dead. Then the last deception will be worse than the first. You have a guard of soldiers, Pilate told them. Go and make it as secure as you know how. Then they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting the guard. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. 
before we pray for ourselves and for our prayer from our Walking the Way prayer book today, we're continuing to pray for the situation in the Ukraine. We're also continuing to pray for a gentleman called Barry Wallace, who I asked for prayer for yesterday, who was in hospital after a stroke. So let's pray, shall we? And our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is our prayer for the emergency services. Rescuing God You left the safety of heaven to come and save us. You gave your very life to deliver us from death forever and to bring us into fullness of life. We thank you for all who take risks and make sacrifices for others in their daily work, and especially for the men and women who work in our emergency services. Help us to honour and appreciate the fire service, the coast guard, the ambulance crews, those who put to sea in the RNLI. Lord, we ask that we bless them through our interactions with them. Be with them all today, enabling them to rescue all who they seek to help. Heavenly Father, may we be quick to thank and slow to criticize those who risk so much for our safety. Safeguard and release resources to all areas of our emergency services and lead all those involved in reform, whether in government or service management, in wisdom, humility, and creativity. Heavenly Father, we bless our services. They may experience your protection and be filled with courage. We ask for clear minds to make quick, accurate decisions so that their skills and care, they may bring your rescue, your healing, and your comfort to all. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.